and my husband was just absolutely like floored. He said, I, I was too. I, I said, could it have been like some mice? And he said, no, they wouldn't have left. I said, could it have been poison? And I said, no, it couldn't have been poison because they wouldn't have died right there together, you know? I think God showed me that he was there. That's how he showed me he was there. He took care of my mice problem, and they were all in the front step, and he drove them out of the house, and he showed me that he was there. But I could, I, with bread, it was just very slow, but he got better. He straightened out, and it wasn't like fast, but like with the mice, but I knew if he took care of the mice, that he, there, there was no other explanation for it than that. And I know it sounds real bizarre, but I've got witnesses, people came, our neighbors came, and they looked at it and they couldn't believe it, you know. So um, God just heals in very strange ways, and I certainly didn't, I didn't deserve it. But what I learned from that is that I, I always thought that he wouldn't, you know, heal me. And I learned that the Bible says whosoever, and that means everyone. Amen. Absolutely yeah. everyone. Whosoever is for every single person. And I, I just thought about that and pondered that a long time. And Jesus didn't turn away anybody. No one. Ever. I don't care what people say. He didn't turn away anyone. He healed every single person. The only people who didn't heal were the people in his hometown that didn't believe. That's it. Amen. He healed everyone. Amen. So I kind of stuck to that. And, and that's how I think I think I was able to receive um, from the Lord. You know, I pray Psalm 91 every day. And I have to say this. In the last paragraph, Psalm 91, I take things very literally. It says, God said he would deliver us just because we love him. Wow. You know? He said he'd set us securely on high just because we know his name. You know? He promised to answer us just because we call his name. He promised to be with us in our trouble and rescue us and honor us. Wow. Wow. He promised us that. I don't know why in the, in a, in the um, time in my life, I, 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 I've, had, I've had a few miracles, and I asked him, why, Lord? And he just said, because you believe. I had a big tumor on my, it was um, this, this hand, the big tumor on my hand broke. And I went to a doctor in Duluth, and he said he'd operate, it, operate on it. And he did. He operated on it, and it was all bandaged up. And when I unbandaged the, the hand, it was there. And I went, I went to, I, I had a stitches, I had a liner, because the tumor was back. And I went to the doctor, and, and he said, I said, could it just be swollen? And he went, no. And he walked, got up and walked out. And I sat there for a long time, and I was just so angry that it was back. You know, I had an operation on it and everything. 
And I went back home, and I had this righteous anger in me. I was so angry. I remember going by the fireplace and saying, in the name of Jesus, I'm healed. This is, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care if it's twice as big. I am healed. I was screaming. <laughs> and the next time I looked at it, it was gone. Amen. Hallelujah. And the funny thing about that was, later on that night, it came back. It did come back. And I said, I don't care how big it gets. I am healed in the name of Jesus. And I wouldn't look at it. I didn't look at it for a couple of days. And when I did, it was gone. And it never came back again. So for some reason, he had given me that. But I never, I mean, not that I've always had that or used that. No. Because it's different every time. And um, the last time, I mean, I'm very ashamed to admit this. But I was really afraid of dying. Not, not to see Jesus or anything, or the Lord. I was just afraid of the actual coming process. And um, God knew this, and I, I prayed about it. And so what happened? Well, the biggest fear I ever had came upon me. Doctor says, you got lung cancer. So, you know, I was pretty devastated. I was real scared. I. Because to me, that just implies a complete death sentence, you know, right there. And painful. So, all I could say was, Psalm 50:15, Call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. I said that over and over and over, until it just got really deep. And it said, call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. It's that simple. So, I went to the chemo doctor, and he's a Russian. He's really, he's really quite oh. brash, you know. And he goes, you're in a very unenviable position. He said, your cancer is in a very bad place. It's not that big, but it's in a very bad place. We'll have to take out your whole lung, you know, or you can have radi radiation and chemo and all that. He said, there's a man here that's got a tumor twice the size of yours, and he's more enviable than you. My husband is like 6'2", and he was shaking beside me. He was just absolutely, I mean, and the Lord, what the Lord had given me is, I really believe it's like an insurance policy in the Bible. He says he would bring us further, and he, and he, he wouldn't bring us to a place where we couldn't bear it, and he took my fear away. I, I honestly knew Jesus was there because he took my fear away. I'm just sitting there, and I'm happy. I've got the joy of the Lord, and I'm happy. This is what are you going to do? And I said, could I have my lung removed? The whole thing, you know. And I did. And I'm the only one that left that doctor's office, Dr. Gunamitala's office, without oxygen. <laughs> I mean, the Lord is with me. And he carried me. And he did, I wasn't afraid, you know. Amen. And it's been three months now. And I feel great. I feel better than I have in a long time. <laughs> so that's about it. That's about it. Um, I mean, I, that's all about, about I can remember. I mean, I've had a lot of miracles, smaller miracles in my life. 
but God's always there. And he's always still there. And it doesn't matter who you are because it's whosoever because I am nothing. I can't even talk well. I don't even know how I did it. <laughs> but God is good. Yeah. Thank you. testimonies. I don't have to go through time of prayer. Can we do that? Can we just pray for one another a little bit here? We should put that mic in actually once in a while. Well, I, I, uh, not, not all of you know me very, very well, but I was in a coma for three months. In the hospital for about a year. Couldn't walk for a couple of years. And uh, now God's, done, God's doing so many things in my life. Like, uh, I started making musical instruments. And I make cellos, banjos, ukuleles. I just want any string instrument. And, and I, I applied for a grant through Arrowhead Regional Art Council. And I got the grant. And there's, a, there's an organization called Access North, Center for Independent Living for Disabled People. And they helped me, they helped me apply for the grant. And I got the grant. And, and then, the, then the, the director of the whole organization See, I had an art show at the downtown Duluth Coffee Company, and, and the, the director of the organization seen my artwork, and he said, will you, will you come and tell your story and demonstrate your instruments at our Christmas party in Chisholm? And yesterday, yesterday I went to Chisholm with my friend who plays the instruments. He played them all, he played them all very well, and that was the first time I've ever, ever in my life spoken in public. Wow. And and afterwards, before, before I even got done, they, they stood up in the crowd. I mean, there's a room about this big, there's full of people. And the lady in there, before I got done, they stood up, how much you want for that one? <laughs> I said, I'll talk to you afterwards. Afterwards, she bought it. Wow. And, and then there's, there's also a man in the, in, the, in the group, in the audience, I should say, um, who, uh, who works with traumatic brain injuries, TBIs. And that's basically what I had to make brain injury. And he said, will you do the same thing at my, my staff meeting in May? So I'm getting paid for last night. I'm getting paid for, man, I just praise God. God bless me big time. Can I put you on the spot, Mary? You can. Mary was at the Josiah Center last night. Tell us a bit, because she was just sharing a few things about that. Yeah. It's interesting, though, before somebody gathers where there's some things going on. <laughs> you know, uh, it was really uh, pretty interesting is that um, Doug Stanton, he was going through uh, John 14, 15, and 16, different uh, passages from there. And, and last night, it seemed to focus on people that have had a, a broken heart and how God wanted to heal their broken heart. And, they, and there definitely was the Holy Spirit moving on those people who needed their heart healed. But one of the interesting things that he brought out was the fact that from the Gospel of John, 
Jesus says, I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. And we know that Jesus lives in us by the Holy Spirit. We have the Godhead in each of us. Yes, Father God sits on the throne up in heaven, and Jesus is at his right hand. But by a miracle of who God is that I could never explain, each of us has Father God, Jesus, and Holy Spirit living in us. If we have Father God living in us, you know what that means? We had Father God and Jesus and Holy Spirit. We have all the healing we could ever possibly need inside of our our spirit man. And so we just have to understand healing, and he explained that healing comes many times. When we can get our focus off of our circumstance and focus on the fact that we have the healer living right inside of us. You know, and it says in Psalm 24, lift up your heads, you gates, and let the king of glory come in. You know, verbally, we have to participate with what God wants, has already given us, and that is tell our soul to receive the king of glory so that we can have that healing glory of God come into our soul so that we can have what the health of our soul affect the health of our body in 3 John 2. And so, so I just want to encourage you. God has proven his love for us because he gave us his son to pay the price for our sin, to restore us to him, and by his stripes, by fellowship with him, we are healed. We've got, to, we've got to plow through the lies of the enemy that wants to keep telling us that doesn't apply to our life because it does apply to our life. And I loved your testimony. You don't pay attention to the lies of the enemy. You focus on what, who God is and what he has already done for you and release that into your body. And so it, it really was... Um, it was a uh, wonderful revelation that the fullness, the fullness of the Godhead lives and works inside of each of us for his own honor and glory. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Last Sunday, I know John got prayed. How's your feet doing? So how are your feet doing? We were praying for you. Better. I, I have been getting well for going on three years now, but it's been a process, and I believe God's teaching me, and I'm not going to make this a long-winded thing, because I'm just learning, I'm still learning. When I was about, you know, oh, good golly, I'm going to start at four here, because really, we're going to skip way four. I just want to say, when I was about four years old, my mother nearly died of a 
to what doctors call a hereditary disease. I believe God's been telling me it's a possibly a generational curse for me. I don't think there's such a thing as generational or a hereditary disease. I think they're all curses from hell. Anyway, before they found out what was wrong with her, they just about killed her, giving her medicine for symptoms. And the medicine was, was making her worse. I mean, when they figured by the time they figured out, she was paralyzed from the neck down and laying in the bed on iron lungs, just newly dead. Anyway, God healed her in a minute. And she's lived another 40 years. And praise the Lord. Uh, and I have to be careful how I talk about this because I don't want to claim it and own it. But I believe God's been showing me. What's been going on is this has been trying to, this curse has been trying to kill me for 60 years almost. And I was just not going to have it. I've never been diagnosed with it yet. While it's trying to kill me. Uh, but I believe, and my daughter, my, one of my daughters is, is suffering with the same thing. She's 25. Anyway, I believe God is uh, shining a light. I believe he's turned a light on all this. Because I think I'm going to go to a doctor in a couple of days who has some answers. I didn't go to the doctor for the last three years. You guys, all the time you've known me, I haven't been to the doctor doing anything. I left the doctor. I was about, they, bless their hearts, for all their doctors, have about killed me in six years. And I'm not mad at anybody except the devil. I don't hold it against anybody. But they were trying, they were doing a pretty effective job of killing me with, with uh, pharmaceutical drugs and stuff that's just poisoned me. Anyway, it's been an interesting week when... Uh, you guys prayed. Mary was praying, but I think everybody had their hands on me. I was sitting on the stool. I about jumped off the stool last week. Uh, when she started praying, I'm not kidding. It was just like a bolt of uh, energy went through me. And it was, I don't remember exactly when it started, but we were, she was praying to break that curse. And it was just like, I mean, I about jumped off the stool. Yeah. If you remember, and it, was, it wasn't me, anything I did. Uh, anyway, this three-year process has been an amazing thing. When I talk about that weight, that weight fell off in about 10 or 12 weeks, three years ago almost. Uh, people thought I died. I went there. They checked me out from one end to the other, you know, to the clinic. Because I didn't know what was going on. And I thought I was, one part I thought, well, I'm not dying. But another part of my spirit, I just felt, kept feeling stronger and I was hearing God better. And I mean, a lot of crazy things happened. I know this is a, a really scattered testimony. There's, there's just so much that I can't. My thoughts too well, and I'm going to find an end, but I would appreciate continued prayer because I believe there's some strongholds coming down in my life and my family and some stuff that is tried to destroy it from who knows when. God's, he's busy, and I can't explain everything, but I know who's in charge, and I, like I tell people about this healing and why he chose to heal me like he has in super slow motion on like a scatter plot. If you look at any one spot on it, you you know, or the, the, the steady by jerks, you know, like people ask you, how's it going? Well, it's a steady by jerks, you know. You got to look close, you got to look at the big picture, but God is working. His spirit is unstoppable. <laughs> He's running. Yeah. And I'm very thankful to be sharing this. I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> so, uh, why don't you have a seat, John? Okay. Come on up. We're going to make a transition to this. We're a pretty small group. We can do this, can't we? Yeah. We're kind of like, we 
each other's stories. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's gather out and pray for John. Let's, you know, he shared a couple things about the break of this, this curse that killed his mother. It feels like this is right. And I pray that he goes to the doctor and the doctor tells him there's nothing wrong with you. You're 100% cured. Mary, get in there. Come on, come on. Sue, come on. You can get on here. We got this. We got this thing on here today. Let's let's get in here and let's do some some praying. Father, once again we come before you, and Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life. And you showed us the way to the Father. Your ministry on earth was to show us the Father and to bring us to the heart of the Father. And God, you are love. You don't have love, you are love. And Jesus, you were to bring us to the heart of the Father so that we could be filled up to overflowing with the love of Father God. And it says that perfect love casts out all fear. And in the natural, fear does a lot of things, including upsetting the pH in the body so that the enemy has an acidic environment to work. In Jesus' name, as we acknowledge and release the fullness of the love of Father yes. God, we command this yes. whole body yes. to come into proper chemical pH yes. balance yes. that it will not be acidic and that the environment yes. of the enemy will find it totally yes. distasteful and will flee to it, just like yes. all those mice were found dead on the porch yes. because the atmosphere of the house they couldn't tolerate yes. and they ran out and died. We, yes. That prophetic picture we release to you yes. that wherever the enemy has a hold on any cell in your body, they are going to die now because the glory of the Lord yes. is infiltrating every cell changing the body to the proper pH, yes. and we say life, yes. life, life, no generational curse, none, but life in every cell of your body. Amen. In Jesus' name.
stripes he has healed and you have broken him with, with yes. the, the authority and prayers of, of each of us, Lord God. We thank you that you are now filling him with your joy. That, yes. that because he has you within him, Lord, he has joy available to him, peace available to him, courage and hope, Lord yes. God. We thank you that he walks with you and he, yes. he can wake up every morning knowing that your mercies are available, your yes. peace is available, your joy is available. And we just thank you, Lord, that each one of us, Lord God, can know that we carry you. You are our refuge, our yes. strength, that you are our joy. And, and we, we embrace you, Lord God. We embrace you for and thank you for who you are in each and every one of us.
get that clear truth of message out today that will heal you. In Jesus' name. And we declare, just as Pastor Dave spoke, that when you go to that doctor's appointment, that you would literally overtake his mind. You would turn his mind in the direction you desire. Proverbs 21.1, the king's heart is like channels of water in your hands, and you can turn it any way you wish. Not only would he give you insight, and understanding and wisdom, but you, he would be astounded to see that he, it is clear to the doctor that God has touched you, that God is real because he can see what God has done in you. Just as when you, Lord, walked past Moses declaring, and Moses saw you leaving him, that even the doctor will see that and be astounded by God. Jesus Best place in California. 
Detroit or something. <laughs>